0: Dan and Corey here, welcoming you into LibServative. The great fundamental issue now before our people. We, the people, cannot turn back that. Yeah, welcome in to another rousing rendition of Libservative Intellectual Idiots Fostering Political and Cultural Literacy, and we're a little, we're starting a little bit late tonight because Corey and I were too busy arguing with uh, 9-11 conspiracy theorists, so that's uh, a fun way to start the show.
1: These things happened, Dan.
0: It was, uh, I I don't understand, I, I get so upset with myself when these things happen because i went why did i just waste 10 minutes of my life arguing with a guy about whether or not a, a, a aircraft actually hit the twin
1: towers or if it was cgi
0: <laughs> what that was the thing i was going to mention 2001 you cgi
1: 2001
0: yes CGI. yes Do you you not cutting really edge 2001 cutting yeah. edge
1: was banjo kazooie <laughs>
0: Not to mention like six million fucking New Yorkers just they didn't they didn't nobody saw it. Nobody actually saw a plane hit nope. the, the second tower. We Don't laugh about it. It's not funny.
1: Eyes, Dan.
0: We laugh about it. It's not funny because like it's like when these people do no, this like, it pisses us it, off. It's the equivalent of it's the equivalent of Alex Jones saying Sandy Hook didn't happen when
1: fucking kids died. Like like Yeah. And like what, what pisses me off about it is like we have a lot of questions about 9-11, right? Like we got a sure. lot of legitimate like we, ones like, Oh, 18 Saudi Arabians hijacked planes and crashed them in the buildings. So we went to Afghanistan and then Iraq for war. There's questions there. What did the government know? Who knew what, at what time could this have been prevented? Was this a blunder by our national security? Sure. Those are all legitimate questions. But when you ask those questions, you get encompassed with people who think, 2001 CGI was so good that it just baffled 300 million people, and six million New Yorkers were like
0: men blacked, like they didn't they didn't see what they actually saw. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just, they I they, yeah, they all just
1: forgot. yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, anyways, right now is tell the people right where, away.
0: Tell the people where they can find us, Corey. It's just, Pickering Mike that
1: RFK might get three votes when Chump wins, it'll be everyone's fault. funny thing uh pickery mike me and uh dan here actually just rsvp'd to go meet old rfk jr uh tomorrow he's coming here about 10 miles from the house to come do a meet and greet and we figured we would meet him it's a no way endorsing him but we're if you've noticed we kind of like politics a little bit why not
0: we have nothing better to do
1: yeah, what else are you going to do on a Thursday? Lions are playing. This,
0: let's go meet this vaccine denier.
1: <laughs> Did he <laughs> announce he's going independent yet? Yeah. Was that official? Has it been announced? I think,
0: that, I think that's official. I think that's actually happening.
1: Hey, it's Bell, good. look it up yeah. if he officially announced. You can Bell, the body snatchers here as well, Dan. That's
0: right. I forgot. On the ones and twos, Bell, the body snatcher. He's Corey Walsh. I'm Dan Griffin. I think we fucked up that intro. It doesn't matter. Well, well, Bell's looking that up. Tell the people all the places they can find us and interact with us and jerk us off.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Libservative Podcast is found on all social media and podcast platforms. Our website is LibservativeShow.com. We can be found at Libservative on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Instagram and Twitter at LibservativePod. Our TikTok videos can be found at Libservative podcast, and you can reach out directly at LibservativePod at gmail.com. Subscribe today. That way, if you miss our live streams, you can get an update when this episode comes out on the podcast.
0: Apologize ahead of time. I have like this rogue mustache hair that is like tickling the shit on the inside of my nose.
1: So I'm going to be yes, sitting here rubbing my I don't nose care a little bit today. because I got a cool video to show you. <laughs> it doesn't. I just wanted to be a dick. I don't know why. I just thought it would be funny. <laughs> but this is this is your possible new commander in chief right here, Dan. So I oh, figured yeah, I, I would share this big. with you. I can't
2: wait. What can be and be unburdened by what has been. You know, what can I know unburdened by what has been? What can be unburdened by what has been? What can be unburdened by what has been? What can be unburdened by what has been? What we can see, what we believe can be unburdened by what has been. ( accomp) What can be unburdened by what has been? What can be? Unburdened by what has been. What can be, unburdened by what has been, who we can be, unburdened by who we have been. What- she, she really is an automaton. Where we can be, unburdened by where we have been, and unburdened by where we are right now. What can be, unburdened by what has been. What can be, unburdened by what has been. What can be, unburdened by what, has been. what could be. Unburdened oh, by what has been. What can be unburdened by what has been the,
0: the programming got fucked up. She needed a rewiring. What, has
2: been. what can be unburdened by what has been. What can be unburdened by what has been. What can be can we stop this? By what has been. Like, unburdened is, by what has enough. been. No. Believing in what I'm can enjoying what watching can this. Be. How long unburdened is this? <laughs> it's three minutes. Okay,
3: that's what enough. Please stop <laughs> <laughs> Please please
0: stop. Like she really is an automaton. Just, like every time she raises her right hand and then she points with her left.
1: <laughs> Matt Walsh said that actually. No relation. Uh,
0: and Matt, Matt Walsh, not Matt Welch. He, Matt Walsh. He
1: goes he goes one of the people in her staff might have told her that was a profound statement and she just ran <laughs> just kept doing it again and again and again. No,
0: dude, she definitely had like some profound ayahuasca experience or something like that. She's, she's deep like that. You know this. She's very deep.
1: She's not fucking doing ayahuasca. She locked up 3,000 black people. Or no, it's probably a way bigger number than that for smoking marijuana. And then when asked <laughs> if she smoked marijuana, she laughed about it.
0: Uh, Man, lit up a joint. That. Just trying to play devil's advocate. (laughs) advocate I I can't even pretend to play devil's advocate with that woman.
1: Like, she is such an anchor on the Biden administration. Think about how many people aren't going to vote for Biden because they're like, fuck, he literally is about to die. We're watching his mental decline on a day-to-day basis. That God only knows what his heart is doing. And when he dies, which could be any day, rest his soul, if it happens. Uh <laughs> that that is the next president.
0: It is it really strange that like the future of the free world is relying on an 80-year-old man's heart, <laughs> like whether or
1: not it's gonna make one more tick every second. <laughs> in the 30 seconds that it beats every minute, or in the 30 times it beats every minute. <laughs> mm. Boom, 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 boom,
0: <laughs> squeeze through, just squeeze through one more blast of blood. Come on, please, I'm serious for me. No, we actually have, uh, we for actually, me. We have,
1: please, we have, please,
0: we, we, have, we, I don't know where we got this, guys. Um, somebody sent this into us. Uh, <laughs> a, a, it must be a, a really great friend of the show, but we have actual audio of biden's heart which is uh, uh, amazing 67 corvette my (laughs) (laughs) nope that's not it
1: (laughs) (laughs) the day the engine dies in biden's 67 corvette is the day that biden dies
0: better keep that better keep that thing running uh wow so we did not come here today to make fun of Kamala Harris. Uh, I will never fun. miss
1: the opportunity.
0: It's always fun to do. You know what's really interesting? I always think about like what is a new listener thinking of our show right now? Do they do, they, do you think we're, they're do you think they're thinking that we're like the white version of the Hodge twins right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are actually kind of funny. And if we like, if people thought that, I'd be like, hey, you know, just a little bit less <laughs> melanin and. <laughs> way less conservative <laughs> That's a fair. and we don't give away free
0: trucks mostly because we can't afford to just yet uh those guys are Yeah, ones, if
1: you're listening i'll take a free truck i'm not not above free handouts yeah <laughs> they are oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's the
0: big news of the week Corey walsh we have uh we have uh obviously mccarthy getting ousted just last night we were actually preparing for an entirely different show and mm-hmm. we had to completely uh switch what we were doing because we, we certainly have to cover that uh we the, the crypt creep the crypt keeper died uh the crypt keeper of congress uh diane fonstein is gone condolences to her family but other than that silence uh the uh biden administration is uh, actually a little bit more worried about ukrainian corruption than they had first let on which is interesting uh we've got RFK running as an independent. And by the way, Bell, did we figure this out? Is this official? Did he actually announce this officially
1: yet?
3: No. He was supposed okay, to so Sunday. All right.
1: He hasn't. So it's not official. What it's if he does list. it at our meet and greet? Well, that Would be cool. That would be kind of cool. It yeah, would be pretty cool, brother.
0: We get we got some other stuff to cover. Tupac's mastermind uh, or the murder the, the Tupac's murderer murderous mastermind. It, I could not get those words out. Uh was arrested uh late last week and i kind of just like how the
1: doctors couldn't get the bullets out (laughs) easy (laughs) god damn it's it been like 30
0: years (laughs) (laughs) almost it's been almost 30 years uh did you guys know you guys didn't even know this because i was texting you about this the other night um that october is latino heritage month
1: yeah i didn't even know
0: well here's what's great about that is that like nobody gives a shit no and like nobody nobody gives a shit and i look at that and i go <coughs> "Okay, <coughs> so the left isn't like using latino heritage month to virtue signal the right isn't using latino heritage month to like talk to about how, how yeah yeah basically to talk about how the left is um a bunch of a bunch of dirty marxists it's like what like, like what is it about latino heritage month that is so much less important than like I don't know, black history month or, uh, is it June? That's pride month. June, right? June's pride month. Yeah. Like, like what, why is it, why is it that like Latino heritage isn't used to virtue signal in the same way as some of the others? Because
1: there, there are a lot of Latinos so, in the United States. Do you want a States. serious answer?
0: Sure. Give me, give me, a, hold on. Give me the funny <laughs> answer first and then give me the serious. Uh, answer. What
1: I was going to say is the only time I celebrate my Latino heritage is Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> and that that's it but but i was gonna Corey, say is uh
0: cory when are we gonna have white history month well i do that's a that's joke march, everyone march 17th, jesus
1: man no march 17th <laughs> irish uh st patrick's day everyone's irish that day it's true and then uh the other thing i was gonna say like the serious answer of like trying to actually have like a social protect perspective on it to make me sound like hey this guy might actually have a couple wheels turning is the Latino culture itself is pretty split. Like there's a lot of people who are Latino who support the Republican party. And a lot of people who are Latino who support the democratic party to where it's like touchy waters to try to actually divide them up based on just some bullshit culture war.
0: Do you oh drop a stuff? Do you think that, a lot of it has to do with like the one attempt that was made by the cultural left, the um, the phony leftist, the synthetic left, to use Latinx, and then and oh, and then, they like, completely
1: all... disparage their entire language and heritage.
0: And, and then like, and then like every Latino is like, I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> you know why? Because our entire that's what's so interesting is like I don't even think you can do even this.
1: AOC dropped the Latinx shit. Yeah. Recently, when Bob Mendendez, if you Bob Mendendez recently uh, was busted for corruption and he blamed it on being Cuban for stuffing all his money in his coat pockets and things like that. Oh, yeah. Who didn't go, hear, check,
0: go, go hear, check, out hear, check out last week's episode
1: episode uh, when AOC was disparaging him for even trying to do that. She actually said Latino. She didn't say what? Latinx.
0: That's because he's an enemy now.
1: So Latinos are enemies. Latinx are friends.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Allies. I don't fucking know. I'm just oh, making yes. shit up as I go.
1: I just know that the whole entire his Spanish language is based on sex of men and women. And it just completely take that away from them and call it Latinx. As you try to tell them to rewrite their entire language. So
0: yeah, every m- most European languages are based are gender based.
1: Yeah, but
0: French Italian but Spanish is
1: like specifically like verbs and things and you know are like differentiated i know know. we're here a guy like the guy ran the girl ran there so so is
0: the german the the german language structure is exactly the same the the sentence structure is exactly the same as spanish
1: well i don't know german because i'm not a nazi
0: well well i guess i am
1: I'm just teasing Dan I'm just kidding I don't think anyone who speaks I don't think everyone <laughs> wait. not all Nazi wait wait not all Germans are not or not all German speaking people are Nazis but all the Nazis are German speaking
0: Ich habe einen kleinen Problem in meiner Hose What does that mean? It's like yeah
1: <laughs> I have a small problem in my pants Uh <laughs> I just always thought the German language sounded angry, like "Ich liebe dich." <laughs> it sounds so angry. Ich liebe dich. It's "dich," 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 "dich,", dich. For anyone who doesn't know German, for anyone who is a Nazi, that means fucking, "I love you." You fucking Untermensch. What does that mean? Subhuman. Ah, oh, scheiße. <laughs> Uh,
0: Hitler used that used that term to talk about the slobs a lot, from what I understand. Uh, anyway, anyway, uh, after that tangent, yep, McCarthy ousted. Let's start there because that's the story of the week, the story of the month, the story of the year. Of Corey, the last is hundred sh- years, Dan? That's true. The story of the century is this a sham ousting? A
1: sham <laughs> ousting. I should probably should have prepared you for that that question so, for your show. So it 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 is it's kind of all it's I got a couple questions about this, you know. Like I I'm torn on this one because it's good content for the show. It's uh it's hilarious to see the shit show happening. But at the same time, it really, really pisses me off at the fact that <laughs> <laughs> here it is we have record inflation a government impending shutdown we're on the cusp of world war three we got all of this shit happening and mccarthy comes in he concedes to work with the democrats to avoid the government shutdown And only pisses off. It only pisses off eight Republicans. Who had the majority, by the way? It was like what? It's like what? 218 to 210 or something like that. I forget the exact numbers in the uh, House right now. But they turn around. They work with McCarthy to keep the government open. And then when they get the smallest chance to oust them, they do. Because it was 218 votes that kicked mccarthy out of that seat and only eight of those votes were republicans
0: well that and that's what i find interesting right because you had matt gates leading the charge on this uh for for ousting mccarthy as speaker and he needed every democratic vote to get it done and and why did he oust him was because mccarthy was working with democrats to get a fucking spending bill passed so the government and then what did gates just do worked with every fucking Democrat in the house <laughs> to get thank you to get McCarthy. I have no issue with McCarthy being ousted as speaker. We talked about this when he first got the job. It took 75 votes or whatever whatever the hell it was to get for him to get the job. We knew he was going to be a weak leader the entire time. And he was exactly what was expected. Um, and it's, it's funny because I sound like a freedom caucus supporter when I say that. But it's like <clears throat> this is the issue with the Republican Party, right here. So I believe, and I think you both believe as well, that for the most part, both of the major parties are basically equally evil, right? They work for the same fucking people. They work for the same interests. They, they, they you know, they, they, they basically get. They try to get le- legislation passed from their donor class, and then their donors offer them jobs once they once they leave the Senate. We, we, I mean, like if you really pay attention, you understand that's exactly how the system works. However, the advantage that Democrats have is that they're they're, they're they at least have their fucking shit in order. They're organized. They 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 don't for good or in. ill. And it's not that they don't have infighting, right? Because they certainly do. But you you have. The, the, the kind of the outsiders in the Democratic Party, the most outsiders being the quote unquote, the squad who at the end of the day are they're just fake progressives. They, they sit there and they talk a big game. But at the end of the day, when Nancy Pelosi or in, in this case now, probably Hakeem Jeffries uh, wants something done, they step in line. The Freedom Caucus doesn't do that. Now it's a it's a matter of whether or not you think that's a good thing or a bad thing, because I think there are arguments both both ways. The bad reason or the the, the reason that it that it could be considered bad that the Freedom Caucus doesn't ever step in line is because it's like, all right, it's actually kind of cool that even though I completely disagree with everything the Freedom Caucus represents, or, or for the most part, at least they're willing to like sort of, kind of in a quasi way be anti establishment. So like that's good, I guess. And then the reason it's bad is that you have shit like this, where you have the house in complete, uh, complete disarray. They can't decide who they actually want the speaker to be, and you 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 have a you have a, a an actual opportunity for a government shutdown if 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 things don't get put right into place.
1: Yeah, right now they just have some random pro temper who's just kicking everyone out of their offices.
0: Oh my God, <laughs> is that fucking funny, dude?
1: And, and you laugh to avoid from crying, Dan, because, like, so I have two major thoughts. Like, these are the two thoughts that I've had jumbling around in my head since all this started.
0: I'll set it up real quick. Nancy Pelosi was booting. It's funny because when you read the headlines, it's like, what do you, like, Nancy Pelosi is kicked out of office? No, she wasn't kicked out of office, she was kicked out of her office. <laughs> at the at the Capitol building by 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 Patrick McHenry and I look at what this, is she doing just
1: hanging out in the lobby like
0: the the interim speaker I I have no idea how that works I don't know who gets yeah, what's he called like the
1: interim speaker pro tempo or something like that
0: what, whatever it is but like he's actually just being an asshole now I don't completely hate it because I'm not, obviously I'm not a huge fan of Nancy Pelosi I don't think either of you are either there is a comedic factor to this however it just goes to show how fucking pathetic,
1: pathetic our leadership. The whole house is, is especially the house. It's so funny. Like the Senate just seems like so much more like serious than the house The house thing. is just a yeah. That's just all it too is. Too many. Right? The house is just too many cooks in the kitchen. The, the bar, yeah, the bar of getting a a Senate seat because there's less of them is much higher than the house. But so I have two thoughts here that I have written down on the uh, the McCarthy ousting. The first one is is how fast it happened. And it shows how fast and efficient our government can be when it wants to be. Oh yeah. Yeah, but when something- it comes to anything when it, to better the lives of the American people, it's always an omnibus bill with a bunch of earmarks to make the bill unpassable because it pisses everyone off versus it being just single subject line bills that just get this making a big bill that gets bogged down designed to fail in the house that nothing ever gets passed but when they want to get their shit together they do it awfully quick well, don't they you you know why that is because a spending
0: bill is something that has to, a lot to do with a huge amount of donors from various different sectors and every single whether you're talking about senators or reps every single one of them wants to keep as many of them as happy as possible. Something like whether or not Kevin
1: McCarthy is Speaker of the House. It's just easy. So that goes to what I'm saying. That if every bill was that simple, if every bill was that simple, things would get done a lot quicker. And then my other thought is, good job, guys. This is to to the Democrats. You know, I remember McCarthy conceded to work with Democrats to make sure our government stays open. So our soldiers overseas get paid so that the uh, whatever, whatever that department is not, not necessarily the federal reserve, but like the departments that look at inflation rates, unemployment rates that use that data that help influence fiscal policy. When the government gets shut down, all those departments are, virtually inactive, right? So, Democrats, good job guys. Do you now think any Republican is going to work with you to keep the government open? Like, it's it's suicide apparently. And you're not going to back the person up. McCarthy worked with you and then you turn around and hung him out to dry. Are they going to vote in any bill that makes Americans uh the American life better now? Because you literally fucked him over like well
3: that this was dirty that,
1: politics
0: that is what that's what politics but that's what is
1: politics about. is right yeah
0: it's w- w- oh we have we have a chance to make the republicans look stupid and republicans would do the same thing and they have oh i'm that not saying the that they
1: wouldn't they wouldn't yeah it's like any,
0: any chance you have to make the other major party look bad you are going to jump all over that,
1: and this is why the two-party system is the worst goddamn thing ever. Two, don't forget, guys! Our founding father Madison warned against this in Federalist Paper Number Ten. Don't forget.
0: Yeah, but Corey, he was a slave owner, so like he's did canceled. Madison own slaves? I'm sure he
1: did. I don't
2: know. I don't if
0: know. Madison
1: <laughs> did. <laughs> but, anyway, real quick, Google if Madison owned slaves.
0: Like either way, either way, he's a founding father. He he was he was around when slavery happened. But mel's gonna find out for us for sure. Whether or not James Madison, just because actually he was
1: owned around, how you know, many people slavery. were around when slavery <laughs> happened? <laughs> well,
0: that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's you know, history started. Oh yeah, whenever people decided oh, to start. <laughs> of course he did. Bell yeah, goes, oh, just, oh yeah, of course he did. <laughs> of lot. course he did. He owned I mean, it was weird. It was, worth,
1: it was <laughs> I don't was mean to it. laugh at the idea of owning slaves. I like to laugh at Bell's response to that. It was worth a check. But uh, Jesus so, Christ, like it's just like. So now, now we're pretty much guaranteed that the government's going to shut down because there's no way any after 45 days. Yeah, November. What is it? November 15th or something?
0: Uh, yeah, because the 45 day temp. What is it? The temp bill. Temp was it November 11th or
1: November 15th? There's like one of those two, I believe. But yeah, it pit like I laugh at the incompetency and I laugh at the absurdity. And I laugh at just, the yeah, the the absurdity. I laugh at the absurdity, Dan. This shit is hilarious to me, but at the same time, it's like, fuck, this is still going to affect my daily life. Mm, This is, but this is, this This is is what our taxpayer, This this, this, these people is what my taxpayer dollars are going to.
0: Yeah, which kind of brings us to what we're looking at as far as McCarthy's replacement here. Uh, cause there's two, there's two names that have really come to the top. As of today, we're recording this on October 4th, uh, at about eight o'clock. The two, the two names that have really popped up are actually two interesting names, not from the perspective of like, Oh my God, they're going to do a great job as speaker. But like two interesting names is because they would kind of, I think, take the job in, in two separate directions. Um, so you have Steve Scalise and you have Jim Jordan. Um, I don't really understand why Steve Scalise wants the job. This is a man who's been shot and almost killed on a baseball field and also is, is recovering. get me yet. Yeah. And, and also is recovering from cancer. And it's, it's interesting because like as, as a human being um, and particularly a human being who's taken a job in Congress, I actually kind of like Steve Scalise be, and and then maybe that's because he's, he almost died once. And now is, is, is fighting cancer like he's actually a person,
1: he's, he's the
0: robocop of, of the house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you know, for for a career politician, you know, and like I said, maybe it's because he's almost died. Um, he seems to be the kind of person that is, uh, a person. It's, it's, it's that's tough to say when you only know he's a person Dan, people. because
1: people die and he almost did, and he's yeah, doing it right true. now.
0: Um, I mean, he's a deeply a committed conservative. Bad, I, I don't, he's a deeply committed conservative. He's, he's for, you know, lowering taxes and, um, repealing the Affordable Care Act. I mean, there are things about Steve Scalise that I like, and, and, I, and I haven't really seen him get too much involved in the culture war nonsense that so much of the Republican Party has gotten. And it's not just Republicans, Democrats do it too on the other side, but it's, I just, I'm sick of it. So, but the other option is Jim Jordan. And, I'm going to get a lot of hate from uh progressives on this one. I don't hate Jim Jordan in the same way that that so many other people do. I I I abso- I think he is absolutely appalling on cultural issues. I think he's got awful immigration uh I think his his stance on immigration is is awful, but that's because he's uh I think he's the vice chair now uh of, of the Freedom Caucus. But when you talk about a guy like Jim Jordan He's the only person that had ha put forth uh, a spending bill that actually balanced the budget. Now, whether or not that would have actually come to fruition, I don't think we'll ever know. Um, but like fiscally, Jim Jordan, if especially if you are like a center-right person, Jim Jordan is not a terrible option fiscally in my view. Um. I don't think I would ever go to church with him. I don't think I would. Uh, I would sit down and have a uh, a long cultural conversation with Jim Jordan. But emotions aside and freedom caucus aside, he's just like th- a lesser of all of the a lot of the bad options.
3: Corey's about it's to what,
0: fucking what, run. Corey's about to run my argument through the fucking washing machine. <laughs> uh,
1: so honestly, the only so when it comes to Jim Jordan, you know he's not someone I looked up like where he where he stands. Like I didn't do the five thirty eight. I didn't do the uh, politics now thing where he voted on all the different policies. I just know that he is a very staunch Republican that's entrenched in the culture wars. But I can hear his voice. I could see his face. Because I remember when Trump was getting impeached the first time for uh, the conversation with Zelensky regarding Ukraine and corruption and the Biden's involvement. And looking back, a lot of that does kind of seem like a little bit of bullshit. And I just remember him being a pit bull and in the uh, the hearings of him just running, trying to run people through the dirt, and just over talking people and being an asshole in those, yeah. and I think that's Not where he gained over. his prominence. I think that's where he gained his prominence. Yeah, and knowing that him being the speaker, I feel like if Matt Gates tried to push on him like he did McCarthy, him being a wrestler, he'd probably just beat the shit out of Matt Gates and call him a pedophile. Because if you remember. <laughs> Yes. Matt yes, Gates likes some young.
0: So Jim Jordan, you know, just this is like like a, a brief a brief sort of background of of kind of where he's been recently. So Jim Jordan is um he's he's spent some time f- fighting to get the outer continental shelf open for for oil drilling. He's uh, tried to prevent the EPA from regulating greenhouse gases. Now, as a progressive when you hear that you think that Jim Jordan is the kind of person who just loves pollution, but that's not what this is about, right? This is more about when you regulate, it has a lot to do with like the carbon tax and the kinds of things that take away our Liberty as human beings, where we have to pay for the things that we use. So like, so there, like there are just, they want us to pay
1: more money so we can fund these bullshit ousting of speakers and, Foreign wars. Yeah.
0: He's, you know, he's, he's continued to try and get the the country's finances, uh, back on track and like, whether or not that'll pay off, I, I don't know, but like his is, I didn't, I was not completely against his, uh, some of his budget ideas and I don't know what they all are. I haven't spent enough time, um,
1: ready player Jay Scalise.
0: I took a literal bullet for this job. There's nothing more you jabronis can throw at me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean i i genuinely like steve scalise as a person i mean <laughs> not everyone at the, does, the, though. At, the, at the end of the day he's a still a you know a pro-war fucking neo not
1: everyone likes him dan that's uh, evidence by being shot <laughs> <laughs> yes oh that's so we should Literally, he survived player, we can player, laugh player pimp took one shot now he walks with a limp <laughs>
0: and uh s- somebody on twitch with just random letters as their name uh trump is probably going that's to EJ. be speaker ej that's ridiculous um i know that a lot of the freedom caucus would like this i know that marjorie taylor green posted this earlier that <laughs> donald trump is most likely going to be speaker that's like when didn't when like the do more that the, when last
1: the- time didn't she say donald trump is announcing him uh, as speaker when McCarthy was running, when people were trying to just name out names, didn't she fucking do that? I, I think she we might about have. Oh, that. yeah,
0: she did. She did. She did. She, she did. did. Yeah, we when they were trying to figure about out nominees. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, sure he's going to
1: be nominated again. But oh, I'm, the I'm difference, sure will. so when we say that it wouldn't happen, we're not saying that he wouldn't be nominated, but he's probably not going to get the nomination. Oh, Clithy Foons said hi, boys. Hello, Clithy or Kilthy. He yeah, said Mickey Mouse should be the speaker. Disney like would disapprove because of their cop the stringent copyright protectionism.
0: Um Yeah, so it's not gonna be Donald Trump. Remember when people were throwing out yeah, Justin ten, Amash? so I like that idea a lot better.
1: Justin Amash. I would take Justin. Amash yeah, yeah. Amash in a heartbeat. Minash. <laughs> Amash. He uh he actually just came out with a uh a little X or a tweet. I don't even know what they're called anymore about this. He said that uh, in the short term, this is unprecedented waters and it is scary and it's like insane. And it's crazy that this stuff is happening, but in the long term, setting the precedent to hold different people in office accountable will be good for the country.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get. I I just, it's, I would imagine, I I think, from a political perspective for the Republican Party, a guy like Steve Scalise probably makes the most sense. Um, he's probably going to get – there's probably going to be some pushback within the – You uh, can
1: pick any good de- Republican that you want, Dan. It doesn't matter because not all the Republicans are going to vote for him and the Democrats sure as shit. Like that's that's what pisses me off. They were so quick. Yeah to vote out McCarthy, but you know, they're not going to vote for any of the other Republicans that they bring me. The well, that's,
0: that's and what's interesting about Scalise. You might, you might get some democratic votes for Scalise. You might. You think so? I don't think it, cause it doesn't have to be very many. I mean, you talk about a handful of Democrats. Jim Jordan's not going to get any from Democrats. There's no, no chance now that's going to happen. But yeah. If Scalise could just get a couple of votes, I don't know why he wants the job. Steve, just stop!
1: I don't know why. I don't know why you want to do this? <laughs> well, he needs the 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 medical care. He needs the insurance to cover him for his radiation therapy, and that's half a joke, half like seriousness. You know what I mean? Like EJ seems pretty system. sure that he seems he's ninety percent sure that yeah. Uh, EJ is ninety percent sure, and you know what? EJ, we will be the first to eat to crow. to eat crow, and absolutely admit that on our show and then call you out and say you were right we're not a type of show that is going to be like try to explain things away and say you know like like all of our opinions and our stances in this show uh can be changed tomorrow what i'm going to tell, like, exactly, like, tell you exactly you oh why- my opinions change as the facts change sir what pray you
0: but i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you exactly why it's not going to happen because kevin mccarthy was a milk toast republican
1: And he absolutely
0: milquetoast Republican. And he barely got the sort of center, right? Not necessarily never Trumper portion of the Republican party, but like the people that were kind of, well, I guess I'll support Trump if he's, if he's the president, but if he's not eh, go away, it's just, it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah. There's too many names that devote against him to where no one would be held accountable in, uh, in the Trump like, uh, culture. You know what I mean, the Corey. Trump. Not only, not only
0: did we lose a speaker, we lost an icon, the Crypt Keeper of Congress, Diane Feinstein, passing away. Don't, at the as Babylon B said, "Don't
1: worry, it's not going to affect her twenty twenty four run. It's not. She's
0: she is she did announce from the grave, <laughs> that she is running <laughs> for another term uh, in Congress. So like I." I, I, we had to bring this up. I don't have a lot to say because here's here's Diane Feinstein, right? I am very, you know, obviously condolences to her family and everybody that cared about her, um, all that stuff. She was still a human being. I get all that. However, she was a warmonger. She supported the Iraq war. She supports the Ukraine war. She is an absolute establishment cuck or was, so rest in peace. She was uh, against absolute,
1: the uh, <laughs> Green New Deal, though.
0: <laughs> the Green New Deal? No, she wasn't. Yes, yeah, she was. No, she was. No, she. Yeah, was. she was. She was yeah, she
1: Was no, 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 no. She, she was. was
0: against it. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me preface this. She was. She was against it. She was against it as it was written. But she was absolutely for something like a Green New Deal. Like she, okay, she, that's she, fair. She, yes so because you, like there's that whole right. video
1: when a bunch of like 16 year olds like her office yeah and we're like saying all this shit and she's like this deal this this is just garbage like that this isn't good and they're like well we voted for you and then she asked how old they were and they said 16 and 16. she goes well then you didn't, didn't. vote for me
0: <laughs> that might have been that might have been her actual like best moment
1: and then <laughs> and then she died
0: well, she died. That, that was, was that was back from like 2018.
1: Yeah, she was dead then. Like, come on, They're just <laughs> <laughs> Weekend at Burning, her around for the past three years.
3: Somebody's oh God! Up her ass. <laughs> the, yeah, they had their hands. Yeah, she just.
1: God, if you the haven't like, reviews. so all of your listeners, if you haven't seen Weekend at Bernie's, watch it because it is a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's the story of Diane
0: Feinstein.
1: So the person that's going to replace <laughs> Diane Feinstein as the senator as the senator from California, is LaFonza Butler. She was the president of Emily, EMILY's List, a national PAC that supports pro-choice democratic women in politics. Governor okay. Dan, Gavin Newsom announced her appointment on October second, 2023 after Feinstein passed away on September 29th 2023. Butler will be the first black lesbian to openly serve in the Senate and the second black woman to represent California in the Senate after Vice President Kamala Harris. Which I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about any of that. The, the, do I. I hate how we're sliding into this scenario in our country to where the color of your skin is a sort of not a rite of passage, but like
0: qualifier,
1: it's a, qualifier. a qualifier. Yeah. Uh, While those political positions are generally progressive and in line with the Democratic Party, she has been a vocal advocate for women's rights, workers' rights, racial justice, and LGBTQ plus rights throughout the, her career. She's also been involved in various campaigns and initiatives to promote healthcare, education, immigration reform, and environmental protection. Sweet, yes.
0: So, so, so here, but here, but here's here's the first thing that comes to my head, like when I hear that. I'm not even talking about I don't I don't know anything about this woman. Like let's just assume she's gonna be a fantastic, she's gonna represent the 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 people of California.
1: I know she lives in Maryland, but somehow she's becoming a California Democratic representative. Whatever. Let's just assume she's gonna
0: represent the uh the, the Californian people swimmingly. This is what's scary about when you have deep deep blue or deep deep red states when you have the state of the when you have the governor of california able to appoint a replacement in congress and you know that there's absolutely no way she will not lose the election when it comes forth so essentially gavin newsom just picked a new career politician yeah that's what just happened that's why it's that's why you and I, Corey, often talk about living in this like purplish type state or you hear a lot of people talking about living in the Austin, Texas area now because it's like a blue city in a red state. Like that's where you find like the best discussion and the best politics is in places like that. Because you like, have like to Michigan have the discussion, it's purple, but you have to have the discussion. You actually have to campaign. You extra, actually have chamber, to tell. Yeah. You actually have to tell your constituents how you're going to help them. But this is just a situation where fucking King Newsome gets to just appoint somebody, whoever he wants, whoever he wants just gets to gets to appoint him. He kn- and he, he knows that she will never lose an election.
1: And honestly, we do a lot of hyperbolic scenarios and hyperbolic talk on our show, but I don't think this is hyperbolic at all. As evidenced by the fact that Diane Feinstein kept fucking winning.
0: It's a it's Feinstein,
1: Corey. I don't care she's dead. She's
0: <laughs> She's a stein, not Too a scene. There's a difference.
1: <laughs> no, no, they, you it know, fell. everyone's like, "Oh, uh, let the dead uh, Respect <laughs> the dead." No. Fuck that shit. they are fucking everything up. The boomers, that whole age group Defines, even though I think 90 years I don't like, even think she's a boomer. I think she's too old to be a boomer. I think she'd be the greatest generation, you know? But you have all these people who came in, and granted, all of Europe was decimated because of World War II, but America was in such a prime position to set ourselves up to have a great country for centuries, and they fucking squandered it. And if she isn't a part of the boomers, and she is the greatest generation, then she sat idly by and let that happen. So I have no remorse. C- can't let go of power. R.I.P. 90 fucking years old, getting shuffled around in a wheelchair. Doesn't even remember that her kids had the had power of her estate. Doesn't know what she's fucking voting on.
2: That's Is a representative.
1: True? How do people just Maybe. let that slide? It's you know I I'm gonna answer my own question. I'm pulling a damn. How do people let that slide? Because they let the bullshit party over people shenanigans just rot their brains.
0: And it's like, well, you know, she's not gonna lose. So don't and I you know what? And it's there? just
1: as much the Republicans' fault because they didn't prop up a decent candidate to oppose him.
0: Well, even if they did, it wouldn't have mattered. It, it was just that California is so captured; it's so captured by blueness, like in the same way that uh, Alabama is captured by redness. Or, but th- the difference I'm is lucky. the difference is California has such a massive population, and there's so many electoral votes, which is why California matters so much. Which is why you want to you want to walk down a wormhole which is why Democrats don't need to give a shit. They don't need to give a shit about the working class anymore. They don't have to battle for anything because they have California. They have New York. They have these massive uh, collections of electoral votes for for, for, for the presidency. And I, I can already hear it. I can already hear our red listeners going, that's why we got to get rid of the electoral
1: college. No, that would be the blue listeners.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the why blue did, I did I say red? Did I say red listers? You did. <laughs> <blue>. You sure <laughs> did, Dan. <laughs> sorry.
1: sorry. That's yeah, my fault. Electoral college hey. is important. It doesn't take it. Doesn't take much nuanced thought to understand how important the EC actually is.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: RIP. I'm sad. Rest in pieces. Jesus. I'm just kidding. I'm just being mean. My wife walked in right before we recorded and handed me a Moscow mule and I'm feeling a little, feeling a little, uh, a little bombastic, Damn. Mm, mm, mm,
0: <laughs> mm, mm. Good day to you, fellow intellectual idiots. If you're this far into the show, we're guessing that you probably like it. So we'd just like to ask you to hit pause. And on whatever platform you're listening, just leave us a quick review. It really does help us grow and gives us an opportunity to bring you even more great content in the future. And we'd also like to ask you to just press that share button and just send this episode to one friend that you think might be interested in our line of conversation. The best way for podcasts to grow in the sea of millions of podcasts really is through word of mouth. So every little bit helps and we appreciate you all. So let's get back to the show. I don't think we really need to talk about uh, uh, a whole lot about the uh, government shutdown being canceled because it's only uh, a basically a 48, a 40, I almost said 48 hour, a 45 day uh, stay on this. But the important part is like it includes no aid to Ukraine. So sweet.
1: Yeah, that's a good, uh, a good segue into, wait, 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 Ukraine is corrupt. What? What? So I'm pull That's a, a democracy.
0: Of... That's a democracy that we are trying to defend, Corey Walsh. We need to defend yeah. that democracy.
1: So I'm gonna uh pull a little bit of a Jimmy Door here, and I'm just gonna read this political article. Why are you why are you farting over there? You should mute your mic. That's gross. <laughs> Leaked US strategy on Ukraine sees corruption as the real threat. So the Biden administration officials are far more worried about corruption in Ukraine than, any pub, pub, than they publicly admit, a confidential U.S. strategy document obtained by Politico suggests. The sensitive but unclassified version of the long-term U.S. plan lays out numerous steps Washington is taking to help Kiev root out malfeasance and otherwise reform an array of Ukrainian sectors. It stresses that corruption could cause Western allies to abandon Ukrainians' fight against Russian invasion, and the Kiev cannot put off the anti-graft effort. Perceptions of high level corruption, the confidential version of the document warns, could undermine the Ukrainian Ukrainian publics and foreign leaders' confidence in the wartime government. That's a starker than the analysts available. That's starker than the analysts available in the little noticed public version of the twenty-two page document, which the State Department appears to have posted on its website with no fanfare about a month ago which is i find really really funny that if you remember before the uh ukrainian war happened when ukraine wanted to join nato and all in the eu and all that all these leaders were like no way <laughs> ukraine is corrupt as fuck and then as soon as the war happened they're like oh yeah we got to get him in the nato and the eu because you know what fuck russia Oh, did Dan leave? Dan left me. The of the confidential version of the integrated co- country strategy is about three times as long as contains many more details about US objectives in Ukraine, from privatizing its banks to helping more schools teach English to encouraging its military to adopt NATO protocols. Many goals are designed to reduce the corruption that be, that bedevils the country. Which I also find funny that, like, even though they're during in war, bell. Even though America. Ukraine is in war, America's one of America's main objectives is to privatize their banks. Interesting, right? Right, and then make sure it's, more of them speak English. <laughs> God damn it, so, speak English or get the fuck out. It's of almost Ukraine, like I guess everything.
0: I ev- everything since nine eleven, it's almost like it, it's almost like everything's turned into a kleptocracy. Every, every time we try to fix these problems overseas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the quiet release of the strategy and the fact that the toughest language was left in the confidential version underscores the messaging challenge facing the Biden team. <laughs> like they're trying to make Biden, like they're trying to prop up this president who was an actor to try to make him seem genuine and want to continue to support Ukraine but behind the scenes they're going jesus these guys are more corrupt than fucking 1970s teamsters
3: it's weird it's
0: it's almost like every time it's it's almost like every time you you overthrow a government and or you know participate in arranging a coup to overthrow a government it's not wasn't really us it was an inside job right that's what we always say Mm -hmm. uh it's almost like every time you do that, the puppet government that goes in their place is more corrupt than the one you fucking replaced.
1: Yeah, they pop in thinking that and we think that they're gonna do what we want, and then they're like Pinocchio going, I got no strings to hold me down. oh no,
0: they they sit there and they yeah, they sit there and they go You mean these 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 idiots, these Americans, they're just they're just gonna give us M- money they're just gonna give us money <laughs> what should we do with that money i don't know let's pocket it let's launder it i don't let's know let's take like it buy some coats
1: and sell them at 10 times the rate that they're worth and then we'll take that money and pocket it. the administration <laughs> wants to press ukraine to cut graft not least because u.s dollars are at stake but being too loud about the issue could embolden opponents of usa to ukraine many of them many of them republican lawmakers who are trying to block such assistance any reception of weakened American support Ky- from, for Kiev could also cause more European countries to think twice about their role. Like, oh my God. It's almost like the lukewarm response from Europe might get less lukewarm if America isn't forcing them <laughs> to, to continue to, to fucking shovel out more cash for the war. <laughs> When it comes to the Ukrainians, there are some honest conversations happening behind the scenes, a U.S. official familiar with Ukraine policy said. Like others, the person was granted anonymity. Anonim- anonymity. Anonymity. That fucking word. That word has been plaguing me on this <laughs> show, Dan, since we started. I
0: to got discuss you. a sensitive
1: issue. Ukrainian gap, ha, Graft has long been a concern of U.S. officials all the way up to President Joe Biden, but the topic was de-emphasized in the wake of Russia's February 2022 full-scale invasion, which Biden has called a real-life battle of democracy against autocracy. <sighs> From un- Biden aides stuck to brief mentions of corruption. They wanted to show solidarity with Kiev and avoid giving fuel to a small number of Republican lawmakers critical of U.S. and military economic war for Ukraine. Just don't talk about all the facts. We don't want people to talk about them.
0: We don't want them to
1: know. We don't want them to know. They know they're talking about it, but we can't acknowledge that what they know, we also know because unbeknownst to them, but be known to us, Ukraine is corrupt.
0: (laughs) If this happens, Corey, the New York Jets might take the Ukrainian flag off the back of their helmets and nobody will see it on Monday Night Football anymore. (laughs)
1: <laughs> from graft from to grift, New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> for months, Biden aides stuck to brief benches of corruption. They wanted to show solidarity with Kiev and avoid giving fuel to a small number of Republican lawmakers critical of U.S. military and economic aid for Ukraine. More than a year into the full scout war, U.S. officials are... Pres- Pressing the matter more in public and private, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, for instance, met in early September with a delegation from Ukrainian anti-corruption institutions. I wonder who funds those institutions.
0: I don't think I know.
1: You said you don't think you know?
0: I don't think I know.
1: Hey, Bell, real quick. See if you could find (laughs) who funds the Ukrainian anti-corruption institutions. It's going to be a long shot, but...
0: He's not going to find shit. It's going to all be blocked. It's been scrubbed from the internet. But if anybody can find it, it's Bell the body's Snatcher. He's the best in the business.
1: A second U.S. official with the discussion confirmed to Politico reports that the Biden administration is talking to Ukrainian leaders about potentially conditioning future economic aid on reforms to tackle corruption and make Ukraine a more attractive place for private investment.
0: <laughs> Imagine
1: that. Imagine that. If that, if that reforms to tackle corruption and make Ukraine a more attractive place for private investment.
0: Wait, doesn't corruption make isn't isn't it the corruption that makes it more attractive? For uh investment? Mm, no, public private. Take. Public private investment for sure.
1: Yeah. It just sounds like we're trying to turn them into another little cesspool to money launder. Right next, we want more to private the, money just put into your country.
0: Right next to the, our our perceived enemy, those dirty, those dirty, dirty Reds.
1: But don't worry, Dan. There's a caveat. Such oh, conditions are not being considered for military aid, the official said. And <laughs> <laughs> even though they're corrupt, we'll still keep giving them money.
0: Of course, because well, we have
3: to. Because defend you know, them those
1: money. soldiers need thirty percent of the weapons we're sending them.
0: Bell found there's- something. Maybe.
3: G seven donors, uh, European Union, as a collective, <laughs> or co- or they're deepening the pockets of the the movement to make Ukraine less corrupt. The Ukraine is putting money into it, which is essentially us putting money into it. And then the United States Congress announced was two hundred and three million dollars in additional money towards that. It's the USAID,
1: so it's us. Yes, that's backing these. Uh,
3: Mostly
0: anti-corruption efforts.
1: Yeah, that makes so that's me have so much that, more faith. In yeah, it.
0: that's 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 like when like a police department gets in trouble for something and then they investigate <laughs> themselves. That's like
1: <laughs> when all the focus groups right now that are out there that are talking about this the the general populist support for the Ukrainian war are being funded by places like Raytheon and uh, all the different aerospace and like general dynamics and all the different military companies. Cause that's also happening.
0: Sounds legit, dude.
1: A spokesperson for Ukraine's foreign ministry did not respond to the request for comment, but Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has fired several top defense officials in a recent crackdown on alleged graft, a message to the United States and Europe that he's listening. He's like, oh, shit, the jig's up, boys. You're out of here.
0: Yeah, go to Canada and celebrate another Nazi, you fuck. (laughs)
1: The Integrated Country Strategy is a State Department product that draws on contributions from other parts of the U.S. government, including the Defense Department. It includes lists of goals, timelines for achieving them, and milestones that U.S. officials would like to see hit. The State Department produces such strategies for many countries' once every few years. A State Department official, speaking on behalf of the department, would not say if Washington had shared the longer version of the strategy with the Ukrainian government or whether a classified version exists. So speaking on behalf of the department would not say if Washington has shared the longer version of the strategy with Ukrainian government. So basically our government knows, but they won't admit if they're even holding Ukraine to the fire feet to the fire and whether or not they want them to actually try to do this. William Taylor, a former U S ambassador to Ukraine said many ordinary Ukrainians will likely welcome the strategy because they too are tired of the endemic corruption in their country. No shit. <laughs> Ukrainians, you and Americans have far more in common than we initially thought because we too are tired of the corruption in our governments, both home and abroad. It's all fine. As long as it doesn't get in the way of the assistance we provide them to win the war, he said. The document uh, says that fulfilling Americans' object fulfilling American objectives for Ukraine includes making good on U.S. promises of equipment and training to help Ukraine's armed forces fend off the Kremlin attacks. The comp- so basically like just quid pro quo.
0: <laughs> we've never we I, what does that mean again, Corey? I don't think we've heard that word
1: this for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Any <laughs> anytime within the last I don't know six years, I don't think we've uh, I don't think we've gotten ourselves familiar with that bit of latin
1: the confidential version also describes u.s goals such as helping reform elements of ukraine's national security apparatus to f- allow for decentralized risk tolerant approach to execution of tasks and reduce opportunities for corruption could you just fucking imagine dan if mm-hmm. i can't the u.s yeah me neither if the u.s put as much concerted effort much concerted effort Into decentralized, risk tolerant approach to execution of tasks and to reduce opportunities for corruption on our homeland? Corey, there is no
0: corruption here. It's all it's all on the up and up. It's great.
1: Do I have to read the Hunter S. Biden quote again? The Hunter S. Biden? Uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Jesus. I got Hunter Biden on the brain.
2: <laughs> L- what is his middle name by the way
1: Is it Esk- S because that would be great <laughs> <Is it> Robinette <laughs> although the NATO military alliance is not close to allowing Ukraine to join the American strategy often cites a desire to make Ukraine military adopt NATO standards one hope for a milestone listed in the confidential version is that Ukraine's defense minister- ministry establishes a professionalized junior officer and non-commissioned officer corps with NATO standard doctrine and principles. So we're just hoping for hopes and dreams, and in return, we're giving them billions of dollars.
0: So we just want them to adopt NATO strategies, but we don't want them to like. And then you sit there and you go, uh, "Putin is is this horrible, you know, piece of shit that thinks that we're trying to get Ukraine into NATO when we're not."
1: Yeah. We just, we're, it's a whole we're, we're, we're not literally
0: trying to get Ukraine into NATO. No, they just we, want, them they
1: want, they want them to be NATO like. NATO like.
0: NATO adjacent.
1: NATO like. Putin. It's not the same thing.
0: Just adjacent.
1: Okay. Even the format and content of Ukraine's defense documents should reflect NATO terminology, a confidential section of the strategy says. I, so, Christ. what this ultimately sounds like to me with all the Unofficial NATO. Stuff, NATO.
0: Unofficial NATO. That's all they're trying to I think for. a little bit yeah. deeper
1: than that. <laughs> Reflect NATO terminology, privatizing banks, English-speaking schools. They're just trying to westernize Ukraine. Yeah. One target includes creating a national-level resistance plan that could allude to ordinary Ukrainians fighting back if Russia gains more territory. And now it doesn't say whether that's 2014 territory. 2012 so, territory, so again, let's put this, territory let's put this into context let's 1989 the that, territory go ahead i'm sorry we
0: get so let's put this into context for the people that are going to come to us and call us putin apologists again okay let's just put this in context for a second imagine imagine we won't even use the russians as an example let's use the chinese they go to mexico and they go we want you to just like adopt like chinese military strategy like we're not allies we're not allies just we want you to adopt this this military strategy oh and by the way we're going to put uh, we're, we're going to put chinese schools here um we're going to make sh- we 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 want to make sure that all, all mexican students learn mandarin uh but no, we, we're not united states we're not we're not encroaching on your part of the world we're just we're just trying to. We, we want it. We want to socialize their banks, as the Chinese might do, right? As, as opposed to uh, what we're doing in Ukraine, where we're trying to privatize them.
1: Dan, it sounds like you're explaining plausible deniability. Mm, yeah, it's
0: like, and, but 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 Putin has absolutely no reason to be fearful of any of this. It's, uh, it's no big deal. It's no big deal.
1: Yeah, don't worry, Putin. We're not. They're not going to join NATO. We just want them to just. Be NATO without. We're Putin
0: apologists, NATO. though. We're Putin apologists.
1: The U.S. also wants to see Ukraine produce its own military equipment by establishing a domestic defense industry capable of supporting core needs, as well as an environment that boosts defense information technology startups, according to one of the confidential sections. Sections, U.S. officials appear especially concerned about the role of an elite few in Ukraine's economy. Ah, oh, sounds like home. Could you imagine, just fucking imagine if we put our own fucking country in as much scrutiny as we're claiming to do behind closed doors in Ukraine.
0: Well, there's the distraction. There's the distraction.
1: Oh oh my God. Deoligarchization. Particularly of the energy and mining sectors is a core tenet to building back a better Ukraine. The public part of the strategy declares, and one indicator of success, the confidential version states, is that the Ukrainian government embraces meaningful reforms decentralizing control of the energy sector. Because we blew up.
0: We no option, then. It's laughable. It's so bad. Like if if you don't even have to be paying that close of attention
1: to realize what's happening here. The United States appears eager to help Ukrainian institutions build their oversight capacities. The goals listed include everything from helping local governments assess corruption risks to reforms and human resource offices. Nothing about getting rid of Nazis, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- th- that comes later. That comes afterwards. Yeah, just give them some freedom. <laughs> They'll realize their Nazism is a farce.
0: Just give them them a little more democracy. Somehow that'll make it better. As one
1: example, the strategy says the U.S. is helping the accounting chamber of Ukraine enhance its auditing and related work in part so it can track direct budget support from the United States. Our own fucking government can't even audit itself correctly. What is it? (laughs) $6.4 trillion? Like every year that the Pentagon empties its pockets and goes, oh, we don't have the receipts. (laughs) (laughs) the strategy describes ways in which the united states is helping ukraine's health sector cyber defenses and organizations that battle disinformation ah so that is something we're on board with here Corey. that's important that's it calls for supporting ukrainian anti-monopoly efforts and initiatives to spur increased tax revenue for the country's coffers The Confidential Portion calls for Ukraine's financial systems to increase lending to encourage business expansion. Because it's our dollars that are going to you anyways. You got nothing to lose. And a reduction (laughs) in the state's role in the banking sector. Privatize them banks. You see how well it works here.
3: Mm.
1: One envisioned milestone for that section is that Alpha Bank has transparently returned to private ownership.
3: Well, no, that's not...
0: That's the thing, Corey. Is that like the the privatization of banks isn't the problem? It's the Fed backing it up. That's the problem. You yeah, lost? Maybe. Did I lose? Did I
1: lose you? I was. I just had a million thoughts. That's gonna <laughs> be one of the. two
0: Okay. Okay. So if if what you meant by privatized banks was if it's gonna be the same as it is here, where banks have their profits privatized, but their losses socialized. That's the problem with our banking system. Yes. They get profits. We pay for the losses. That's the problem.
1: Too big to fail, Dan. Exactly. That appears to be a reference to an institution now known as Sense Bank, which was previously Russian-owned but nationalized by Ukraine. Interesting. The U.S. strategy appears intended on ensuring that Ukraine not only retains its orientation towards the West, but it develops special ties with America hmm you're not a part of nato but we want you to develop special ties with america nato
0: adjacent Corey. it's okay nato light putin Putin didn't say anything about nato adjacent he just said they can't join nato so we're actually so so ex post facto we're actually giving him what he wants nope i'm sure i'm
1: sure that, that, that that's what they're telling diplomats from russia Nothing
0: to see here. Nothing to see here.
1: One way Washington believes that will happen is through the English language. (laughs) Because (laughs) never mind, they're already fighting over whether or not this be Ukrainian or Russian. Let's throw English into the mix. (laughs) The strategy indicates the United States is offering technical and other aid to Ukraine's education ministry to improve the teaching of English and that it believes offering English lessons can help reintegrate Ukrainians freed from Russian occupation.
0: God damn it. You know what makes that so frustrating is the fact that our fucking students can't even read. Like (laughs) our students don't even know English. We we have we have student we have seventh graders that are at a fucking fourth grade reading level, but we got all the resources to go to Ukraine and teach them English to just to, to stick it to those dirty reds. We can't tribes. speak
1: English speaking kids hear English. <laughs> now we're gonna speak people that speak Ukrainian and Russian English? Uh... but don't worry, US officials are also helping Ukraine build its capacity to prosecute war crimes in its own judicial system except for the nazis that moved to canada <laughs> and get praised by the parliament there the desired milestones include the selection of more than 2000 new judges and clearing up a backlog of over 9000 judicial misconduct complaints hey bell real quick oh, god google how many judicial misconduct complaints occur in michigan or in, in america by the year
0: Okay. <laughs> He's got it.
1: US officials are also helping Ukraine build its capacity to prosecute war <laughs> crimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't take long.
3: The... <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> the average is more than 100 a year.
1: 100 a, a year? Uh, 15,
3: 1,509 cases from the last 12 years
1: okay so that's i I expected that number to be way closer but at the same time misconduct and and uh that's a lot judicial misconduct like judicial misconduct here is way more lenient than what we're trying to
3: push in ukraine it sounds like (laughs) clarence alito and those are those are only cases. Where somebody resigned, retired, or was publicly disciplined following the accusations of misconduct.
1: Oh, so those are only cases that came to fruition. These aren't just complaints. These are things that came Uh, to fruition.
3: So that number
1: is probably much larger. Much. The strategy also calls for rebuilding the U.S. diplomatic presence in Ukraine, expanding beyond Kiev to cities such as Lviv, Odessa, Kharkiv, and Dnipro. I feel like I was able to nail all the names of those cities right when this war started, and I already forgot how to say them. They weren't so bad. Due to earlier staff drawdowns spurred by the full-scale Russian invasion, the embassy remains in crisis mode. One of the public section states the state one of the one of the public section states the State Department official would not discuss the current embassy staffing numbers. So we don't even know how many U.S. people we have at the embassy. It's probably a shit ton of CIA operatives.
0: That's where all the missing
1: Pentagon money went. <laughs> As they have in past communications reported by, by political, U.S. officials note the inventive ways in which the United States is providing oversight of American aid to Ukraine despite facing limitations due to the war. Those efforts have included using an app called Sealer, S-E-A-L-R, to help track aid. So <laughs> don't worry, <laughs> Dan, don't worry. There's an app for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Bell, Bell put in the, uh, in the private chat, in 2020, as far as uh, judicial complaints, there were 1,253 just in 2020.
1: Does that include ones that actually came to...
3: Yeah, that's total. That's
1: that, so wrong. that's ones that didn't come to anything. It did, they were just the complaints in itself. Complaints. Right. Did it in say one year. in that article, let me scroll back. It
3: would have been about 13 a year that would have come to fruition. So no, is, is that just, 2020?
1: just 2020, just yeah, 2020? That's just 2020.
3: So if you average out the years, literally 1% of the complaints come to fruition and something comes of it. And it's
0: usually probably a resignation. <laughs>
1: <Yep>. <laughs> that's and all it leads more. to. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking for that number in the article, I'm trying to see if it says anything about if it doesn't say like that. I think that's just a total number. It doesn't give a year of those 9,000. So that could be 9,000 over 20 years to where if that number that bell gave us of 1253 in 2020 alone, I'm sure that number hasn't gone down on average. It's probably so gone up. <laughs> yeah. So we're looking at four thousand in three years. But yeah, so that's that's the end of that article. But yeah, so Ukraine's corrupt as shit. We're really worried <laughs> about it. But all of our think tanks on the popularity of whether or not we support this war and the focus groups are paid for by like Raytheon, General Dynamics. Uh, Boeing. Yeah, Boeing. So according to them, America's on board no matter what, man. We're, we're with you. As long as it takes. We will fight to the last Ukrainian.
0: Just keep your Mandarin out of
1: Mexico. That's all we care about. <laughs> keep your Ukrainian out of Ukraine, I guess. We want them all to speak <laughs> in English. Oh, I hate it.
0: Oh, that American hegemony.
1: Ah, uh, what does this button do, Dan?
0: The thing that gives us our freedom. What does this button do, Corey? God damn it, you 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 blew me up, uh, right,
1: yeah. Happened? So Jamal, I'm sorry. I was no, just Jamal, I didn't. I had nothing else to say about the Ukrainian
0: corruption. Representative Jamal Bowman, a Democrat from New York, pulled a fire alarm in a building housing <laughs> congressional offices. the The incident occurred on Saturday, uh, shortly before the House was scheduled to vote on a government funding bill. Bowman stated that the act was accidental. He explained that he was uh, trying to get to get get to a door. That was usually open, but this time was closed. Uh, he thought pulling the alarm would open the door. Uh, I'm sure it probably did. Uh, however, this explanation has been met with skepticism, and some are calling for Bowman to be uh, more forthcoming about the incident. Uh, there are even calls for his expulsion from Congress uh, and and uh, potential legal consequences if it's found that the alarm was pulled to interfere with uh, voting procedures. So here's what here's how I, here's how this incident makes me view Congress. You know that that kid that thinks it's just funny in high school to pull a fire alarm. Yeah, you know how they're like, you know, if you pull the fire alarm, we're going to expel you from school. That's what this seems like to me. Like so, they want to get yeah. rid. They want They want to get rid of Jim, Jamal Bowman because
1: he uh, he pulled a prank at, at a at a local high school. I never wanted to pull the fire alarm. I mean I, I mean I never actually pulled the fire alarm in school, but for some reason I just wanted to because maybe I have a little bit of opposition to the defiance disorder.
0: They had cameras in school when we were in high school court. Maybe your school didn't, but mine, you know, in my hoity toity part of town, uh, we, we uh, did have cameras. No,
1: I have thought about things like that. And I remember sitting there, like when you're supposed to be paying attention to what the teacher's saying, running scenarios through my head and how to do it. And like I had this whole thing where it's like you just get to a real crowded area, you get a stick. Because you know how it has that die in it. And if you pull it, it pops the die. Get a stick and just reach it from over and pop it and drop the stick. And be like, oh, there's a fire. (laughs) (laughs) You're an asshole. (laughs) I thought about scenarios to do it. I never did it. I was too busy getting in trouble for hazing. Because we would play dumb games in groups of kicking each other. And they related it to gang activity. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you know, Corey, Corey, here, the gang banger.
0: Yeah, he's f- dirty, dirty crip you.
1: That wasn't a crip. wasn't a blood either. What were you? Straight X, bro.
0: Oh, that's okay. a whole other
1: story. Yeah, I got in trouble twice in school for gang related activity. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so goddamn funny at 34 years old because <laughs> it was always like kind of innocent, silly shit. <laughs> but yeah yeah, your boy got in trouble for gang related activity
0: this is racist so are you accusing representative jamal brown of gang activity in congress no you are
1: <laughs> <laughs> i said i was in a gang i'm not assuming jamal brown was in a gang because he's black
0: you're just you know extrapolating your your high school experience to jamal brown
1: yeah good for him i wish i could pull a fire alarm and get away with it Thought about it all the time in high school and junior high.
0: So here's the thing, Corey. I so he says he was like in a rush and he, he really wanted to get to to vote on the the basically the bill that was gonna keep the government from shutting down for the next 45 days. Uh and, and he, he couldn't get through this door and he thought if he just pulled the fire alarm, the door would open uh without thinking that the alarm would go off. So there's two possible scenarios. Either he was doing what republicans are accusing him of doing which is trying to delay the vote which doesn't really fucking make sense considering the uh president is a democrat and you want to make him look as good as possible but then again you want to make republicans look bad this is politics in the united states 2023 i get it uh but the other possible scenario is that he's just a fucking idiot and either way like probably not a person you want representing any sort of best case scenario
1: he's He's a fucking moron (laughs) <laughs> worst case scenario he was pulling some chicanery yeah and also he's got me now revisiting on how to get away with pulling fire alarms because the next <laughs> time a line is too long at either cedar point or at the grocery store i'm gonna figure out how to pull that fucking fire alarm down
0: don't do it cory
1: you won't know it's me
0: don't do it you'll never get elected to congress
1: i won't tell any of you I'm gonna be like, did you hear about that crazy bastard that pulled the
2: next fire alarm I, in the grocery next store? Time how I, was that?
1: Nec-
0: The next time I hear about a false fire alarm here locally, I'm gonna be like, it was Corey.
1: <laughs> Corey, you're just gonna be like, you're just gonna be like, Corey, you crazy son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> next time I hear Kimberly Gill on Fox Two, not Fox News, Fox Two. The recent string station. of fire alarms oh, wait, being. Kimberly pulled. Gill's on Channel Four, isn't she? I think Kimberly just, Gill's on
1: Channel. The footage is gonna be me at the self checkout calmly checking my things out as everyone else is scrambling around and running out of the building. (laughs) I was like, what, guys? I
0: wonder if if that stuff shuts down when the fire alarm goes off. I don't know.
1: I'm not going to Google it.
0: (laughs) What happens if you pull a fire alarm at a Kroger?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Bell, Google if the self checkout (laughs) closes if you pull the fire alarm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes he is
3: <laughs> uh,
0: that's how that's how Jim, that's how jamal bowman's gonna gonna do his next uh grocery shop <laughs> he's gonna pull the fire alarm
1: It's life's too damn long what if he's just been doing that <laughs> like this, this is the first time he got caught <laughs> uh
0: and that's not that but do you have any more to say about that he's either Pulling some shit. Yeah, he's either
1: uh, that, that, that no, pun intended.
0: no pun intended or he's an idiot.
1: I like to think he's an idiot because what is it? Kathy I, uh, Warren, who says, don't chalk anything up to nefariousness. that is can be easily, can easily explained be... away with. Yeah. Incompetence.
0: yeah, you stole it. Hey, yeah, just a fucking for, idiot.
1: You stole it from Congratulations. me. Congratulations. That's one her. of our reps. This is the best <laughs> and the brightest we have in, in government.
0: What What does this button do? <laughs> That's the best part. He's a former high school principal.
1: Yeah. 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 Like, like Sagar and breaking <laughs> points brought that up. He goes, dude, this guy was a principal of the school. You know how many bullshit mandates he had to go through with fire drill protocols. <laughs> 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 uh, he really just didn't
0: think that an actual alarm would go off. Huh?
1: I don't fucking know. He either. Yeah. Or he did. Well, he is it possible? The door.
0: Is it possible that it's like a combination of both though? Could he have been like I'm not going to get to the
1: floor and I really well, that's have what to he vote said. on this? Yeah that's what he said he said he was rushing to go and make the the vote. Well, At the same time it's like you're representative of I'm not sure how many people look, will you look up Jamal Bowman Bell and see how many people he represents and what now I lost my train of thought this guy represents probably at least 10,000 fucking people and I'm sure more I'm sure many more he wanted to rush to get his vote in and he's just yeah I don't know I'm just at a loss for words I guess he's just a fucking idiot he thought he wasn't gonna make it and he pulled the alarm it was so important to get there yeah okay yeah so nope you're right he thought he wasn't gonna make it this job they work what our reps work what S- three months out of the fucking year yeah Oh, you, least got in Fetterman. you got Fetterman who won't even wear a fucking suit. And you got this guy who his only job is just to to represent his constituents and he can't even show up on time. Again, when a, his a, office a former, is so again, close. By the way, Corey, here's why this is important. Again, he was a high school principal. That knows what fire alarms do.
0: And no, but he couldn't get somewhere on time. How many fucking students do you think he punished for being late for class? as a high school principal and he couldn't get to the he couldn't get to the house floor to Rules vote for thee not for me yeah yeah good night everybody
1: <laughs> uh
0: yeah and, and rfk is running as an independent
1: yeah that's we're probably gonna that. go we're gonna go see him tomorrow um that's all i yeah, got yeah. the amazonian or the amazon thing we could talk about next week
0: uh yeah, I don't know. I'm probably gonna have to update the uh the description here. Oh you so brought up Amazon? Oh. oh no 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 the, the RFK running isn't independent because so like I did want to talk about this for a second because I don't know, we got like five minutes before we got it. He get out did of
1: here. what everybody wished Bernie did.
0: So right but here's but here's here's the thing right so like you you look at people like RFK right and like what do people say about him i don't know if you heard um uh Barry Weiss's recent most recent show on honestly where he she interviewed James Carville the James Carville like the 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 what do what do they call him the raging cajun the 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 political strategist for the clintons and like i most of the time actually like James Carville because he's fucking funny and he curses and he's just, he's not politically correct in that way. And he's, he, you know, he's, he's an establishment Democrat who also fights against wokeism and all that. Not fights, but like bitches about how stupid wokeism is. But then, <laughs> and, 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 and I, and I want to, I love Barry to death. And I think she does a fucking amazing job. And she wears a million different hats. And I, I never want to shit on her too much. But she just did not challenge James Carville a whole lot in certain ways that I wish she would have. Uh, in this in this public interview. Right. And so uh, when they're I, I, I'm i paraphrasing here because I don't remember the exact question, but she asked him something to the effect of. Um, why don't uh, you know, if if democracy is on the ballot. Right. Because that's what Democrats keep saying. Right. Democracy is on the ballot. Trump wins. Democracy is over. And yet they're 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 making this conscious effort to make sure not that pro- Biden...
1: Yeah, not that open, Biden, the, open the field for a decent candidate.
0: Exactly, that, that, that Biden stays in office. And, and James Garville, he actually agreed with that. He's like, you know what? It doesn't make sense. Like, if democracy is on the ballot, then democracy basically... Again, I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say this, these exact words, but he he essentially agreed with her. Like, that, that, that the primary should be better. But then he goes on to say, like, "Well, who's the uh, who's the challenger?" And and he said, and these were his exact words because I remember he said, "And it's not Bobby Kennedy, by the way." And he then goes, he went on to say what every fucking establishment Democrat says, which is essentially disparaging the quote unquote crazy things that he says. And this is what I have an issue. This is what I take issue with. If you have noticed that every time somebody has come up and said that Robert F Kennedy Jr. is a crazy person they say one thing Anti-vax- he's uh he's he's anti-vax-er. an anti vaxxer um I know uh, Matt Welch and I have a lot of respect for Matt but I, I this is one thing he has definitely gotten wrong um, he said that um, th- one of the issues that he had with Bobby Kennedy was that he said he 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 accused Bobby Kennedy of saying, that um i think this was back in like 2014 that anybody who is a climate denier should go to prison that's not what he said that's not what he said okay so what did he say because honestly
1: that is one thing that uh so
0: what he said was and again i'm paraphrasing in in 2014 he was he was talking to the press i believe and he was referring to particularly places like the Koch brothers and essentially, or people like the Koch brothers. And essentially what Bobby Kennedy said was that if you are willingly and knowingly, um, uh, engaging in activities that hurt the environment, you know, even if whether it's climate change or whatever, if you are willingly and knowingly doing these things to turn and turning a profit off of it, you should be prosecuted. I don't think that's a crazy thing to say.
1: He's talking about corporations and people in power and people who... Correct.
0: Correct. <clears throat> yes. Basically, he was referring to the Koch brothers. If you're willingly and knowingly harming the environment, you should be prosecuted.
1: Which, also, at, at the end of the day, that is probably something I still wouldn't necessarily agree with because I just hate the idea of just locking people up, whether I agree Willing- with your opinions or not. Willingly but- and knowingly? willingly but and knowingly. willingly and knowingly like I guess I guess what is willingly and knowingly mean are we talking like uh ExxonMobil who were doing pseudoscience to show and and stifling their own investigations into how fossil fuels do affect climate change are we talking about Philip Morris when they would get uh doctors in their pockets to say that smoking is is healthy
0: yeah
1: that kind of stuff that kind of stuff <clears throat> Mm-hmm. but this 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 I, idea I, that's that one, that's one i have to chew on Then
0: this but this idea that bobby kennedy was saying that climate change deniers should go to prison that isn't what he said
1: that's that just hi, isn't yeah, what he said. A, a like a, a shitty paraphrase yeah that's just
0: that, that that's absolutely and that's this is what people this is what people keep doing with this man
1: but they the keep time, going it's, it's just hyperbolic he's, he's, stuff like me you and i do when matt welsh says things like that i'm sure
0: right and i think we we do it well, and I agree. Like I, you know me, dude. I, I, Matt Welch. Dis- I don't mean to disparage. W e l
1: c h, not Matt Welch.
0: I, I don't mean to disparage Matt in any way, shape, or form. I think he's brilliant. I think all all the people at, at Reason in the fifth column are great, but it doesn't mean that I can't take umbrage with the things that they say every once in a while. And that was one that Matt brought up that I was not a big fan of. Um, but this is what people always do, and, I, and now I'm going back to to James Carville and Barry Weiss. This is what they always do. They go, "He says all these crazy things," right? They never point out what it actually is. They just go, "Oh, he he's says a, crazy he's, things." He's a, he's, "Yeah, exactly." It, like, and then, and then, you know, Bobby comes out and goes, "All right, well, let's talk about it."
1: Look, and nobody no, wants to fucking talk to him about it. Say it in the Bobby voice. Tell me where I got it wrong He, But he does <laughs> and, and tomorrow when we meet him I want you to go Bobby I love you so much That I think I got your voice down <laughs> <laughs> Can we record that?
0: I wouldn't do that to him <laughs> You Actually,
1: impersonating he's- <laughs> RFK Jr. To RFK Jr. <laughs> Listen,
0: I don't know what I that would switch- do to
1: our show I don't know what that would do to you
0: I just, I just wish it would stop being this whole, like, if, if you want to, if you want to say that Bobby Kennedy wouldn't be a, a good president, bring up, bring up the, the things that he's actually talked about policy-wise, right? Because all they, all they talk about is his, um, his, his anti-vax stuff. And look, I'm not in hundred percent agreement with him on the vaccine stuff. I don't know enough. Um, he's definitely looked into it a hell of a lot more than I have. It doesn't mean he's right. I, I, but but at the end of the day like what does him being against vaccines have to do with his ability to govern and be the president of the United States 100% what does it what does it have to do with that
1: as long as Nothing. he's yeah just like how if someone's trying to mandate vaccines on the, the general populace i think is 100% wrong i think somebody actively trying to stifle research development and innovation into the vaccine field would be wrong but I which don't. Which he's
0: not doing, and he's never which done. Which he
1: isn't doing, and he's never. Well, he's never been in a position of power.
0: No, but that's. But he he doesn't advocate for that.
1: So I mean, let's let's write that down. That's a question we'll ask him tomorrow. That's a good question. That's a good fucking question.
0: I Think I know his answer, but
1: <laughs> he's just here you know, to say no. <laughs> and then, then that's. But
0: fine. no, no, he's, he's but I want to get him to say. He's it. he's mentioned. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like we're fucking cucking for for RFK like there are things that I do like about him that I like that I that I don't there are things about him that I like a lot more than I do pretty much any other candidate at this point um but I don't I I just wish like the conversation around Robert F Kennedy Jr could be more surrounded around what would his ability to govern be right like I love what he has to say about Ukraine love what he has to say about big tech. I love what he has to say about immigration. Like these are all things that are actual things that a president can 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 really grasp onto. And then even if you're the kind of person who doesn't agree with his take on vaccines, he's never said he's going to like try to demand that pharmaceutical companies stop giving vaccines. Like you still yeah. have the right to go get a fucking vaccine if you want it,
1: but mandates
0: He'd probably be his like,
2: issue.
1: <clears throat> I just think that all the information should be put on the table. I, I, if you noticed, I gave up halfway through trying to actually do his voice. <laughs> but he'd probably say he just he thinks that like all the information should be out about vaccines and that we shouldn't be stifling the negative effects. That even if the negative effects of something is like point zero 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 one percent, that's still a wealth of knowledge and very important information that people need when they make decisions on whether or not they're going to give themselves or their children vaccines.
0: Well, yeah, it's just like any other medication, right? Like when, when somebody advertises, which is fucking crazy that we advertise medications. We're the only country who does it other than New Zealand and New Zealand even has a bunch of way more serious restrictions than we have when it comes to advertising medications on TV. But they have to say like, here's all the possible side effects. Like, when have you ever heard about like side effects from vaccines it can't be because there's not they don't exist
1: right they're just it not talk be because about. It,
0: exactly and that so like when it comes to that stuff like I'm fine if somebody wants to go get a vaccine but they should be informed about what they're actually putting in their body yeah
1: and that that goes back to just everything when it comes to our country and I guess this will be our final thought of the show. Whether it's the vaccine thing and whether or not people should know about like the negative effects, no matter how minute they are, when it comes to free speech, when it comes to information, banning books, banning CDs, when the government itself is trying to stifle any of those things, you're dumbing down the population by not giving them alternative information to learn how to think, not what to think. You're also telling them that they're too stupid to make those decisions for themselves.
0: Food for thought.
1: Food for thought.
0: Tell the people where they can find us, Corey.
1: Libservative Podcast is found at all social media and podcast platforms. Our website is libservativeshow.com. We can be found at Libservative on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, Instagram and Twitter at LibservativePob. Our TikTok videos can be found at Lubservative Podcast. And you can reach out directly at LubsertivePod at gmail.com. Subscribe today.
0: Subscribe today.
1: And if you can, give us like a good rating if you like the show. It helps boost the algorithms, gets more people to catch our show and see it. And it just it helps the show reach more people. Because I feel like conversations like we have on here that are just dive deep into nuance and just making light. Of issues that are serious, but still talking about them is conversation that's deeply missed in the country. So
0: don't oversell
1: it, Corey. I'm Bell the body snatcher.
0: fell sna- the body snatcher on the ones and twos. He as always has been Corey Walsh.
1: And he's Dan Griffin.
0: This has been Libservative. And until next time, we are out of here. Peace.
2: Damn it, baby. We the people cannot come back